So we almost really kind of have to balance it around my loud ass and then everything else from that point. I can just be really loud too. Welcome to Noclip, I'm Chad Rutherford. I'm Andy Kinnick. And today we're not going to be joined by J.J. Otimez, and instead have replaced him with the much better Janelle Vickers. That's true, I have a much better radio persona and voice and um, uh, appearance, though you can't see that. Um, just all better, true. really better all around, yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, J.J. Yeah. We're not sorry. No, we're not sorry <laughs> at fuck, all. JJ. No. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about Animal Crossing New Leaf. Uh, which was released in 2013 in North America, 2012 in Japan, on the Nintendo 3DS, and was, of course, developed by Nintendo, because it's a game that we're talking about. Uh, (laughs) So what started your Animal Crossing passion? Your love of the crossing. Your love of the animals. Right. Oh, I don't like that so much. Whenever... Um. When I was... uh, uh, when I saw Gorillas in the Mist. That was it. Uh, that's where I was like, I need to play Animal Crossing. That was it. For me, it was Babe. Yeah. Talking <laughs> animals. The city. Pi- no, not picking the city. That is, <laughs> that is non-canonical. <laughs> babe 1 and Babe 1 alone. What about Sheep in the Big City? Was that the show? I thought, oh, I thought you were going to say Sheep in the Shitty. Sheep in the <laughs> Which city. would have been great. <laughs> right. Uh, either I way. I have no idea what you're talking about. It was like a really short-lived Cartoon Network show. Oh. That was like mostly pun-focused. Man, but I don't remember that at all. I actually think that I started playing Animal Crossing before that because I had like a weird obsession with the GameCube game. Uh I played, like, when I started playing that game, I don't really know how long it took me to get, like, deep into it, but it wasn't super long. I remember, like, coming home from school on a bus, and then, like, going in and then just playing Animal Crossing until the next day, (laughs) and doing the same thing for, like, a year and a half or something. Uh, My GameCube Animal Crossing save file is, like, legendary. Um, but I didn't end up playing uh, New Leaf, the game that we're talking about today, until uh, about December of the year that it came out. So, uh, yeah. I say, so you had prior Animal Crossing experience. Right. I came into it blind, which mm-hmm. is shocking, given how much it's a game geared for me specifically. Right. Um, and it's something that you saw, and you recommended that I pick up a 3DS and Animal Crossing specifically. Um, and yeah, so I did maybe 2014, 2015, I can't even remember. Um, but I picked it up late, um, and then I started it in January, and I played it through probably October or November of that year. So we're talking like nine, ten months of daily playing. That Yeah, it's a labor of love. But um, probably the person you know who has played Animal Crossing New Leaf the most. So yeah. congrats on tapping me for this episode. Unless, like, somebody hears this and then calls me up and goes like I've been playing Animal Crossing New Leaf every fucking day. Well, Why did you get a hold of me? Then we'll, I think that yeah. you're right. Well, we'll, we'll, give a, we'll give him a shout out in the next mm. next epi. Right. And I just got the game last month but I did play a lot of Wild World on the DS and City Folk on the Wii in my day. Right. Back in the day. But yeah, back in the day. So, um, so I wanted to wait until we had gotten through that to bring up what uh, Wikipedia describes this game as a life simulation game. Oh. Uh, and obviously, like, pretty much nothing that we talk about right now 
um, in terms of how this game plays can really be attributed to Animal Crossing as like the, the, the forebearer of it because things like Harvest Moon existed on the Super Nintendo uh, and even prior to this, I feel like, I think The Sims actually released before the original, like, Animal Forest. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. That feels right. Yeah, so this was, like, an established genre, but Animal Crossing did something that, as far as I know, hadn't really been esta- established in the game's industry very well before, which is this, like... Something that I now realize I'm starting to hate about things, and I feel like Animal Crossing is one of the few games that has done it right, which is daily, like, you just check in and do some stuff every day. Right. So, playing the game for nine months consecutively, I've discovered that in Animal Crossing you can kind of do, you can do a lot of stuff in one day, but your highest value stuff always happens, like, right when you, like, turn the game on, spend an hour. And then after that, everything else is, like, very incremental. Uh, So even after, like, coming back to the game and playing it daily for two weeks, I feel like I haven't really made all that much progress uh, on my file. Uh, But I know that Andy restarted it. Or rather, just Just started started it. it. Yeah. Uh, and so, I think as the only person in the room that has, like, this fresh in their mind, what is the opening experience of Animal Crossing like? Um, it's not dissimilar from other Animal Crossing games. Uh, Unsurprisingly. Except, well, the twist on this game is that you get to be the mayor of your town, uh, which I guess is a little bit overwhelming. I guess if you were, like, totally fresh to the series, like Janelle was... It would be like... I took it like a champ. Yeah. I was not <laughs> not phased, got off that train, and they were like, hey, mayor! And I'm like, oh, shit. Well, I mean, I did put my resume on LinkedIn, so <laughs> this is fine. But no. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't realize until I talked to you guys, actually, that previous Animal Crossing games, you weren't the mayor. Right, Tordimer. Tordimer was the mayor, who you meet in the game. Um because it seemed to me to make the most sense if you as a player are going to be living in a town of little NPC creatures, like, it made sense to me, like, oh yeah, you should have a say in how your town is shaped and what goes into it, who is there, and, you know, what shops move in, et cetera, et cetera. So I didn't realize that that was a new thing with New Leaf. Yeah, it gives you a lot more choice. Like, in previous games, it was kind of just... The more time you invest, the more cool stuff shows up. It was, like, the longest imaginable running roguelike. Because you (laughs) just, like, show up and it's randomly generated and you're just like, well, I hope everything is cool. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, this one gives you a lot more freedom in that regard. Like, the being able to just put a bridge wherever you want is awesome. I love it. That was the first thing. That's the one public works project I got finished. (laughs) I I built a bridge. I've only, (laughs) like, having the game, you know, been in existence on my 3DS for uh, three years, I've only completed four public works projects. What? And it has a lot to do with the fact that uh, I, for a year and a half, couldn't find where Lloyd was uh, (laughs) to upgrade the museum. (laughs) 
Because he's in the train he's in station. He's in the train station, yeah. Why is he in the train station? Yeah. Doesn't he dang sense. Why would he ever go in the train station? I mean, <laughs> well, now that now that you bring it up, it probably would make more sense if he was in like, the museum the ta- or the town hall. Well, yeah, yeah, or like sure. outside you know, the museum. So yeah, that'd probably be the first place I would check. Mm-hmm. I just I had to Google it like this week to figure out where it was. <laughs> Paid off the pittance of bells because over a year and a half, the villagers actually they do actually do shit. Yeah, not wow. a lot. Uh, <laughs> I think the whole project was like 280,000 bells, yeah. and they had put in like 60,000 or oh. something. But over the course of a year and a half, I mean, <laughs> I guess they don't make a lot of income. It makes me feel bad for how much I gouge them at the uh, <laughs> at, at the, the flea market. But, I whatever. Fuck them. <laughs> that's true. I mean, they do buy stupid stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, no. Well, they'll you know, buy anything as long as you're oh, yeah. there. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what do I, what did I put up? Like a basket of peaches. Um, I don't know. Something that I had bought at LaBelle's clothing store that I later regretted. It's like stupid, you know, star. Like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll put this up here. And then I just run around, talk to Reese. Talk to Cyrus. Right. And then eventually they walk in and they're like, this is exactly what I need. And I'm like, it's probably not, but please buy it. I need money to, you know, build another flower arch. Do you have to put more stuff in that store or will, like, more stuff show up on its own? Well, I'm not sure because mine came pre-stocked with the dumbest imaginable bullshit that I didn't want. Yeah. Uh, So I only (laughs) recently just bought all of it and then immediately sold it back to Reese. Mm, Nice. Uh... And so I've been waiting to see if they restock. Because, yeah, like, over the course of, like, when I was playing, a lot of the stuff had been bought, but not all of it. And I was wondering if it would, like, get stocked with new things or if I had to, like, sell No, I think it does. I think things will crop up every once in a while if you leave the the space empty enough. Yeah, I think that makes makes sense. Uh, But no, back to the, the... Okay, so you being the mayor... Of the town, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of what started that whole conversation. Um, I think that it makes, it, it feels like a natural progression for the series because Tortimer as a mayor is a pretty garbage man. Oh no, all he, he doesn't d- care. No, he doesn't all he did anything. was, yeah, he sat in the town square and occasionally fell asleep, yeah. uh, which doesn't really constitute being a mayor. So I have to imagine Nintendo just got a bunch of letters that were like, yo, I could be a better mayor than this fucking turtle. Uh, like, well, fine. Forced Toy Do it. to retire. So no, they, I, don't, they gave I, us I mean, the, listen, the maybe rants. maybe he was forced to retire, but he's he's loving life. Mm-hmm. He I, he's he fully approves of your mayorialness. Yeah, and he's on island time. Yeah, he's, he will occasionally just roll in. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is pretty good, especially uh, at the coffee shop. Mm. But uh, yeah, he's he's loving life, and I I feel you know I don't feel we pushed him out. Nah. So that's good. Yeah, Tortimer's well, yeah. living his best life. Whatever you have to tell yourself. Yeah, yeah. it feels better that he <laughs> hangs out on the island and not like in a retirement home or like an assisted <laughs> living oh, facility. No. That would be probably hysterical <laughs> if there was a retirement home and you had to like go visit Tortimer. Uh, he gave like a Mr. Rossetti style, like a long story yeah. every time that you showed up. That, that would be amazing. But, well, hey, how, <laughs> I mean, how old is Tortimer? Because well, well, this isn't he's a turtle, so he has to be hundreds. Exactly. Years old. Yeah, he's the only uh, like citizen that shows signs of aging at all, except for the fact that Captain kind of has like a bald spot. Yeah. But I don't know if that like if there's 
a part of turtle anatomy that I just don't know. <laughs> so I'm not sure if it's an actual uh, bald spot or not. Uh, but everybody else appears to be, like, youthful and young. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, like, a terrifying clown monster. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't have hit that guy in my Oh, he's... So. I've been trying to get him to leave. Oh, oh. But I won't I won't kick people out. Yeah. Because oh. it doesn't feel like I've accomplished... They haven't broken them completely. Okay, I kind of want to talk about kicking people out. Okay. Because... And this ties into how I was mentioning that I don't have that many least favorite villagers. Because, for the most part, if it's a cute animated animal person like i'm gonna get inordinately attached to it and love it um but one of the original villagers in my town when i started was um a monkey named elise and if you haven't seen her um she's one of the snooty type characters right and she's got real heavy makeup and she's just generally bitchy and unattractive to look at and i'm like listen i am cultivating a place of peace and warmth and light and beauty (laughs) And, like, this, like, I don't want you here. I don't want you here. And I couldn't figure out how to make her leave. <laughs> so, like, I went through a process of, like, ignoring her. Mm-hmm. When I did speak to her, getting a request and then not filling it. Um, just never going to her house. Just not speaking to her in public. And eventually she did move out. But when I talked to one of the other villagers, they were, you know, talking about her. Like, oh, no, I heard Elise is leaving town. Like, I'm really upset. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, she's out. I'm so excited. Um, but, for the yeah, for the most part, I don't like kicking characters out. But if that clown motherfucker Pietro. was in my town. Pietro. Yeah. No, like, I, I think I would have to I would have to do the old alienation game. Yeah. Until he just got sad and left. The, the only way to get rid of a villager, like, guilt-free is to just have them leave of their own accord. Because if you talk to them before they move out, they'll be like, uh, hey, I'm leaving next week. Yeah. And then your dialogue options are, uh, no, please don't, or, all right, see ya. Like, yeah. the, the second option is always super dismissive. Well, the- <laughs> so, like, if somebody, even if I don't really like a villager and they tell me they're leaving... I cannot build up the confidence to, like, tell them to go. So I'd be like, fine, stick around. Well, there are two options now. The one is talk to everybody around them. And eventually someone will say, oh, no, Elise is leaving, in my (laughs) case. And you're like, sick. All right. Just have to avoid her for, like, three more days max. And then she'll be gone. And then I can get someone new in. Um, But with the amiibo capability that they added, if you um, use your amiibo card and bring someone into the town you can choose who leaves. Uh, and it's like there's no fuss, no muss. Um, when when you log in the next day, the house is just gone. There's not like that sad thing when you go in their house and there's a day and they're just like a bunch of packing boxes and they're like, oh, I'm ready for the new exciting adventure. And then you feel <laughs> shitty. Like, no, it's just like you disappear them from your town. It's great. For being a, a village where like uh, 98% of the economy is driven by a single person <laughs> who is occasionally just vacant from the town for nine to ten months at a time. <laughs> it's amazing how quickly they get like architecture projects complete. Like they just like bulldoze that house, put a new one in. We got four hours. Well, that's because <laughs> Tom Nook's in charge. I'm gonna say that's yeah. the power of Thomas Nook. Mm-hmm. Thomas Nook Esquire. Right. Uh, and his nephews. Yes. Timmy and Tommy. He he, okay. he does not have the time for a wife. No. Or progeny <laughs> of his own. I don't know where um, father of of the Nooklings are, but apparently Tom Nook has decided these will be his He's business them under his, his, his business proteges. Which it's it is. I mean, they start out in like their little little hut, right? Where they sell like a shovel and 
uh, some fishing tools, and that's about it. And then gradually, you don't have to buy into them necessarily. You just buy the things from them and do other upgrades in the town. Yeah, eventually they get to, like, mega store the, t- the TNT Emporium yeah, is that, the final... That feels a little weird. It does feel strange. Like, these are children. But they do... They partner with other vendors That's to true. become the... Because t- you have to, like, impress uh, that dumbass giraffe... Oh, what's uh, her name? Gracie. Gracie. Yeah. Gracie yeah, Grace. Yeah, you have to impress Gracie in order for her to, like, I don't know, endorse the, yeah. the Timmy and Tommy enterprise. Yeah, but it's like, I feel like these, these nooklings should should be in school, <laughs> not becoming business magnates. I mean, like, I don't think any of the villagers go to school. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. well, okay, but, but okay, so if we're going to say all those villagers are adults because the nooklings are much smaller than all mm-hmm. the other other villagers. Sure. Those are children. Right. What are they doing running? Like, that's but illegal. But, like, school and business, like, it's... <laughs> school is a means to an end, and that end is business, that and is they've true. already gotten there, so... That is true. They can just skip school yeah. as long as they... They're on, they're on the Animal and Crossing in, 30 under 30 for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. And they, uh... In the previous games, uh, Tom Nook ran the store, and mm-hmm. they would have the upstairs... That would sell like different stuff. Okay, in my previous Animal Crossing experience in Animal Crossing on the GameCube, mm-hmm. uh, y- it was just Tom Nook and nobody else. Mm. There was he had no nephews or children or friends. Yeah, they <laughs> were in Wild World, and like you could, the shop would upgrade after mm-hmm. like oh so much money was spent in it, I guess, and then eventually the top floor would get put in, and they would run it. And it would sell, like, special items, like special wallpapers and et cetera and furniture and stuff. Maybe the Nooklings have softened Tom Nook, because I think he's yeah. he's less of an asshole. But then Mr. Rossetti, also less of an asshole, which I, I appreciate. I haven't actually even seen him in this game, because I didn't Okay, so the way it cheat, happens... I guess? Well, no, it's not that I cheated. It's just that I'm irresponsible <laughs> and my game you get died. defensive mm. immediately. Yeah, I was like, hey, I'm not a cheater. Mr. Never been a cheater. It shows up in this game if you quit without saving, mm-hmm. just you, like in the previous game. Yeah, if you quit without saving, or in my case, if your DS dies, and right. then you know Mr. Rossetti's coming, and then you break out in a cold sweat, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the next time you go to play the game, he yells at you, but he doesn't yell at you as hard as he did in previous iterations, because I googled this, so I was like, wow, I was expecting way worse. Mm-hmm. Um, the- <laughs> but yeah, apparently he was very terrifying to small children, understandably. Mm, and yeah. so, yeah, they decided to uh, give him an upgrade. Soften the soften the Rossetti image. Does Rossetti show up if you time travel? Because I know they have some kind of uh, like uh, stopgap against that as well. Probably. So you can't fuck with your clock? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not but, sure either. I think mm. it might just, like, immediately reset all the weeds in your town. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, no, uh, I think it does do that, actually. Mm-hmm. No, but definitely Rossetti will show up and yell at you at the beginning of the game. The first time you reset or your DS dies. <laughs> um, well, and then... Janelle is innocent. She I is am! Nice. I am! And then at some point he does pop up in your town and basically say, Hey, I need you to do this public works project to give me a surveillance area. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Because he has, like, a brother now or something. He does. Yeah. yeah. He does. I think that was introduced in City Folk. They had, like, their own little back alley, mm-hmm. like, place where <laughs> yeah. they lived. He's, um, he's very into protecting the well-being of your villagers in your town. <laughs> but once a week, I think on Tuesdays at night, the little um, manhole cover... 
that covers the mm. installation of his underground lab will be open. Yep. And you can go down there, and he's got, like, cameras set up. He just, I don't know what he's doing down there, but he gets yeah. very defensive and he wants you to leave. Yeah, so. Mr. Seti is one of those things that I feel like I would never know existed if it weren't for the internet. Because, right. like, from a young age, like, the first time, like, the battery died and I lost a bunch of progress in Pokemon, I've been one of those people that saves the game, like, four times before they turn it off. You would not like be doing since that in child. Animal Crossing on the GameCube, I assure you, <laughs> because saving the game took, like, five years. Yeah. It was absurd. Uh, but I reset constantly in, in Animal Crossing, regular, regular Animal Crossing. TM. Uh, yeah, because I would just, like, I basically just, like, every imaginable trick I used to, in that game. Uh, this one, not so much, because it's even more complicated, because you have to, like, close software, come back in, listen to Grissetti. I, got, I don't know. My life isn't the same as it was when I was 11. Well, right. and it's also more portable and easier yeah. to just be like, oh, let me log into my game, <laughs> yeah. pick a couple weeds, get some fruit. <laughs> not that I ever did, really. I mostly played in, like, hour-and-a-half-long sessions just here at home. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you have to tell the people where here is. Right, yeah. Here could be anywhere. At the, at the studio. Yeah. And, uh, at, at No Clip Studios. No Clip Studios. Yeah. No, I, th- I love a lot of the NPCs in this game, like, even though Rossetti is Rashidi, generally. <laughs> and Tom Nook is, you know, capitalist Mr. Monopoly of Animal Crossing. I think they... And single-handedly driving the entire economy, economy. of the town. No, right? I mean, actually, that's me. He's good. That's well, me that's as true. mayor. But, but, I mean, he's providing you with the no, services no, no. that I mean, you want. I like Tom Nook, and I like the Nooklings, even though they should be in school. Um, <laughs> but I like, yeah, I like the the retail llamas, alpacas? I think they're, they're llamas. They're alpacas. Alpacas, okay. Yeah. They're, they're a new addition to New Leaf. Um, Brewster, I believe, is new. Brewster was in Wild oh, World. Oh, was he? Yeah. Uh, the... There was a coffee shop in the museum in Wild World. It's where K.K. Slider would play. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, now KK Slider is at either Club 101 or Club Lowell. I think it's Club Lowell. Because, the, because <laughs> what is his name? Uh, uh, Miss Dr. Shrunk. Shrunk, yeah, tells jokes. So, so yeah. Mm. yeah I think sure it's, it's a comedy Lowell. club, yeah. yeah. Brewster is always one of my favorites because I like how he's always like cleaning a glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's very calm. Yeah, he's with his like, like, huge wings. Cool. Mm-hmm. Would you like a coffee? That will be 500 bells. I'm like, okay, Brewster, thank you. And then he gets very defensive if you brew coffee better than him. Ah, oh, God love him. Yeah. And then I can't the... say that I've ever brewed coffee. Really? Yeah. Oh, you have to vote as a public works project. Right, which I haven't done Because you only of. have four. Yeah. Is, is the hair <laughs> Two of them are British. Yeah. In this game, Shampoodle. Shampoodle is in this game. Um, that is one of the things that I did cheat on. Because with Shampoodle, yeah, they're like, okay, are you a girl or a boy? And you're like, okay, cool, I want girl haircuts or boy haircuts, whatever. And then they'll be like, um, tell me your mood today. And it'll be <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like a stormy sky. I feel like a boiling sea. I feel, and I'm like, uh. And so you pick something, and you pick, like, three questions like this that have no bearing on what you actually want your hair to look like. And then the the cover comes off, and you've got a mullet, 
that's like green <laughs> and then you pay the lady and then you have to wait a full day before she'll do your hair again yep. meanwhile you're running around with snot colored mullet hair right. so like i'm like no no no. we're looking up a guide like if Fair i want what ha- like, oh, a that must be how i ended up with my haircut being like the dumbest imaginable <laughs> shit yeah. yeah that was one of my favorite things to do like back when i had tons of free time mm-hmm. in the summer uh when i was like 13 or whatever was uh like always like mess with the different haircuts it's shampoodle be like oh how can i get cool spiky green hair right uh, you had to answer the question be like i feel like a rock star yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and then there's the the owls that run the museum like, yeah, I Blather- Blathers is my favorite uh, NPC. Yeah, like in the history of every, every NPC. It's, okay, so is, are they are they father and daughter? I think they are. Father oh, and daughter. Blathers and Celeste. Yeah, I actually don't know. Oh, uh, I think she's a young. Considering I just got Celeste to show up when oh, I learned yeah. where Lloyd was. Lloyd was. <laughs> God damn you, Lloyd! No, Blathers is pretty great. Gotta say, I love owls. Period. I also like that he's afraid of bugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and goes, that he's awake at night. He's basically me. Mm-hmm. Goes to show you should never let your fears stop you from curating the museum of your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you hand him a bug, he's like, eek, I hate these things. I'm like, why? Okay. Yeah, no need to get it out. Like, yeah. Presumably you just have like thousands of bug carriers. Bear carriers, yeah. You just, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, and then there's Captain. Yeah. With the best sea shanties. Yeah, 100% that's going to be in this podcast. One mm-hmm. of the sea shanties. One of the she- oh, yeah. I love it. Uh, my favorite is when it's one that I've seen before, so I don't need to read the text, and I can just put my DS down and, and like lay it. back and just listen and let let that little animatronic voice wash over me. Oh, <laughs> love it! Yeah. What, oh God. What are those called? Like, it's not vocoders, right? Vocaloids. I don't know what vocaloids. I mean, it's kind of like a vocaloid except with no actual words. I was thinking like the thing that funk musicians used in the eighties, um, where that just had like a plastic tube uh, that they would sing into. Yeah. I don't remember what those are called. <laughs> Either way, it's great. Yeah. Captain's great. Yeah, Captain is good. Like, I love that he... Does he say... I mean, I assume that both for a male and female character, he still sings about, like, his younger days of trying to woo women. He does. Uh, and it's really great because, like, your character doesn't ask for this. No. But, <laughs> but he's, he's prepared with that advice. Oh, Yeah. Absolutely. Don't throw bugs at girls. I know. I now thank God. I for Captain. I now know that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's a there's a non-villager NPC that I don't like, which is that's good. I mean, yeah. if I'm gonna be spending nine if months be of my that life, you don't like. You should be able to throw them. Out. Exactly. Exactly. Amen. Is the fox in this one that oh, sells kicks. like counterfeit red? Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, uh, paintings. Yes. Red's uh, yeah, kind of annoyed me. Oh, red's art thing is my favorite. Like one of my favorite new mechanics in New Leaf because red, uh, he once a week on a random day he'll put up a tent and you go into the tent and he just has uh, four pieces of art. One of which is a genuine piece of art, and the other three are hilariously counterfeit. Yeah. <laughs> So there's, like, uh, you can get, which, like, obviously, the museum's, like, my favorite, uh, like, progression ticker in the game. Uh, however, uh, I always want to buy the counterfeit versions of art right. because some of them are really good. Uh, 
so like I would go in and I like you know the statue of uh, uh, Venus de Milo right mm-hmm. is there hanging out and it's correct but then there's a, a painting of the Mona Lisa where she's got like both of her hands over here for no reason <laughs> And it just looks really funny, and I want to grab it and put it on my wall. Uh, so one one day, a million years from now, I will have completed the museum, uh, all of the artworks, and then I will build up a collection of counterfeit art, and yeah. I'll be a happy man. Yeah, so he comes in, like, your plaza area, as does Katrina. Katrina. Katrina, the psychic fortune teller cat, uh, okay. who I just love for... She's just really cool. Um, and yeah, like sometimes I will pay her 500 bells and she, you know, gives you your generic fortune teller and she'll be like, your lucky item of clothing is chino shorts. And I'm like, oh, thank you. This was already my this lucky This was it, clothing. yes. Thank God I had them on already. Yeah, no. Um, so yeah, I like that mechanic. And um, oh, Sahara. Mm. The camel. So the Harry sells what carpets, carpets and wallpaper. Well, but, but she, she chooses exactly. Yeah. Uh, she okay. comes in your house and she's like, "Yes, I know what to do." Okay. And then you're stuck with it if you hate it. Um, and then <laughs> you're not really stuck with it. She gives you your old stuff back. Well, that's true. But you don't get to choose what she puts up. But I love it. I like the like mm-hmm. roulette. And mm-hmm. realistically, three thousand bells isn't like Mm-mm. that much. And then there's turnip lady. Right? Oh yeah, Joan. she shows up. Yeah, Who's she shows that? up on Sundays. Yeah, she sells you turnips. There's a whole other hidden mechanic of turnip selling that you can get into yeah the turnip market it's yeah. it's a legacy it's from the original game. yeah i don't know if i have ever interacted with this currently i'm operating i've got a, a pretty significant loss on turnips this week i'm hoping <laughs> that in the next couple of days uh the prices will go up but mm. it's not looking good well that's what i like so much about animal crossing is there are within the game little things that you can do that you can be really interested in so i'm trying to get stupid giraffe gracie grace yeah i'm trying to get like like all of her line of a certain like variety so if it's the snowflake line or whatever like i want i want it all like so like collecting you can do you can do turnip selling yeah the turnip market whatever like so which is just gambling realistically yeah. <laughs> i don't want to be the one to say it but you know so in um this game there seems to be like a little offshoot from your town that's like a little camping site. Yeah, that was added in uh, Welcome Amiibo or whatever yeah, it's called. What is Amiibo that? Expansion. What does it do? Uh, okay, so it random NPCs will show up in a camper, uh, and I feel like there's like a tie-in somehow to uh, uh, the Pocket Camp mobile game. Uh, uh, well, yeah, so the Amiibo expansion happened first. Right. And then I think they've had the mobile game in the works, or at least sort of in their brain juices yeah. for a while. But so, yes. yeah, you have a guy who, like, runs the campsite mm-hmm. who sells a couple of items per day, and then you get a random NPC in a, a, a camper. And they're, and they're usually, like, the seasonal guys. Right. So you've got the tricky guy that shows up around Thanksgiving, but he could show up in your camp at any time. And then, um, oh, God, what's his name? The Peacock? That shows up around festival time. I don't remember. And he does the dance in the... Oh! Oh, if you're listening to this and know who I'm talking about, you know how wonderful he is. Um, so he could show up, and you can buy things from their camper that would be part of that sort of exclusive mm. holiday time or, like, seasonally appropriate time. Right. Um, and then you can use the camper space, or, well, 
you use a genie lamp in your house. <laughs> it's very confusing. And you can scan in the amiibos of the different characters, and they'll come visit you. And then you can get the amiibo cards for different villagers. So um, you always like Kyle the wolf, right? I like Lobo the wolf. Oh, Lobo the wolf. Well, I have Kyle the wolf's amiibo card. card right. And so he moved into my town mm. because that's how you can do it. This sort of like the amiibo slash camp expansion. Yeah. I don't own any amiibo cards. Uh, you bought me some. I did, yeah. For, for I think it was just to like round out the amount of money I spent I suspected, on you. I suspected. Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah. okay because, well, and because I had them for like a year and I'm like, what do I do with this? Because I had a, a 2DS. Oh, and right. it didn't have the amiibo reader. I'm oh, like, what I didn't do even I do think about this? that because I get it for Happy Home Designer. Yeah, well, I didn't want to tell you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I owned a 2DS as well. I just yeah. didn't know. <laughs> but what's fun is you can actually, for pretty cheap, I bought an amiibo reader that's a separate item that you can use to. Oh, to oh yeah, I knew about that. In. Yeah, so I've yes. had some people move in. Yeah, I've had people move in for my cards. And if you have the amiibos, like the Mabel. Amiibo that I have. Uh, I don't have any Amiibos. You have no... I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I know that you're you're unfamiliar with the concept of Amiibos, but um, no. So if you have an Animal Crossing Amiibo of an NPC that's already in town, so a, a Blathers or a Celeste or a Mabel or whoever, right. um, you can scan them in and they will show up, presumably taking like a little vacation in your camp. Mm. And you can go talk to them and they'll say, you know, oh, I just woke up and... I just felt like I needed a break, so here I am camping. And then you can buy exclusive items from them, too. Yeah. I'm hoping... Actually, I never, I should have tried this, but... Because I have the KK Slider Amiibo. I should see if I can, <laughs> like, farm more songs from him in the campsite, because that would be pretty good. I don't think that's how it works. That's unfortunate. Cause I don't think so. I need, I need a wider selection of music for my sick <laughs> DJ turntable that I have in my living room. I was gonna say, how do you how do you get songs? Because I know I have a lot. Oh, you buy them. Right. You buy them from the Nooklings. That's how it happens. Never mind. Answered my own question. There you go. It's great. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, there's a little campsite now, and you can order things. When I went there uh, for the first and only time so far, uh, it was Sahara was there, and she had a bunch of stuff that I already had, and I was like. Uh, it's weird that we have the same taste. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just left. Yeah. I went yeah. in there twice and no one was there either time. So <laughs> I, I was like, what is this for? <laughs> well, you do, it is like, an, it's supposed to be like an amiibo based thing. Okay. Yeah. So. It might just be because you're so, you're so new to the game. I am. You're so new to the game. Yeah, for most people, they got the campsite as an add-on after they'd already been playing the game for a while. So yeah. just wait it out. You never know. I mean, there are a ton of things that like don't happen until a certain number of, mm-hmm. like, things have occurred in your town, so. Yeah. I mean, like, did you have access to the island? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, you have to be there, like, like, you have to, like, actually have a house and, like, become the mayor officially right. before you can go to the island. Like, yeah. Yeah, there are, like, those little mechanisms, like the tree. The tree grows. The tree. Oh yeah. For however many days you've been there, and have you done this? Have you have you done this? If you <laughs> sit, have you seen about this? Have you, have you heard this? Do you know about this? Um, if you sit under the tree and wait, it'll have like a list of like monumental events that happen that come and scroll by, like when villagers moved in, when you did certain things, like when 
the different nookling iterations open. It's kind of nice. I actually did not know about this, and oh, we'll have to do it. It's very nice. You get to see like when all of the current villagers in your town moved in. It's like a little trip down memory lane, and your <laughs> villager sits there and like rocks back and forth. It's very cute. <laughs> to give you an idea of how little about this game I like actually feel like to the the total flip of the original Animal Crossing, which I basically, like, could code. Uh, <laughs> this game, like, I didn't know that Leaf owned a shop in yeah. my town until this week. Because uh, it, it's in, it's that, like, little building between the shop and the, right. the Naval Sisters. Uh, and so I've gone this whole time. I got my first axe today. Oh, so what? Everyone is always like, I feel like your town isn't developed enough. I'm like, because all these trees are here. The Nook kids never have a fucking axe. I don't know what to do. I, I was having the same problem. I was right? like, I bought the fishing pole and the The bug shovel. net and the shovel. But I was like, there's no bug net. There's no axe. Like, where's everything else? You guys yeah. are tragic. Is this a, is this a seasonal thing? Oh. <laughs> How do I cut I was down like, these trees? Because, yeah, there's some trees in front of my house I want to cut down. Yeah. And there's a... And if there's okay. a shop in between the Mabel sisters and whatever is next to them. The Nooklings. In the Nook in shop. Nookling. There's a there's a building. There's a little building with some flowers around it, and he sells like gardening supplies. Yeah. So you can buy like tree Man. saplings. You can also hire seeds. him if your town is really weedy. He'll mm. come and help you weed. Man. Right. But yeah, not even he's a sloth. He's a very nice, uh, very nice boy. I just thought he showed up when you didn't come back for a while and yell at you for all the weeds. He doesn't yell at you. He's, right. just, he's just very disappointed. Yeah. And lets you know that he took care of it <laughs> as best he could, but he's a sloth and very slow. Right. But yeah, no, wow. You, mm. Yeah. So I haven't, like, I, my uh, island is, like, meticulously pruned <laughs> for prime beetle farming, but... My town is just, like, overrun with trees. And I know that my axe will break before I can clear all the trees that I want to clear. So, like, I've been now buying uh, saplings from him Uh every day because I know that eventually he'll sell the golden axe because you buy those. Uh And then he'll sell you an NES copy of Golden Axe. Uh, it was an old game. I, I gathered. Okay. Just, we just weren't going to laugh. Andy and I decided silently we weren't going to laugh at that. <laughs> That's and so, so rude. we didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, and I, it's, it's a great thing that you can personalize your home, but I am saying from experience, having visited your home through the internet, <laughs> it's a horrifying hellscape. Wait, you visited my, like Karoo, like my town? Yeah. I'm sure that it isn't my current one, because I didn't upload it or anything. No, no, it's been a minute since you last played okay, my, no, it. Okay, it looks a lot better now. Oh, okay, well, no, your house, um, there was, like, an all-mustard-color floor. <laughs> <laughs> and then your top floor was just all sharks. Just of tanks of oh, sharks. Oh, no, okay, okay, then, yeah, it's changed drastically. Oh, okay. Now my main floor is all sharks. All sharks. sharks. <laughs> is the mustard floor in the basement, no, or? the basement is now, in fact, actually, here's what we're going to do. When we get back from the break, we're going to, I'm going to ruin Animal Crossing for everybody, um, <laughs> but, uh, I'm going to, we're going to take a break, and we're going to go look at my town, and we're going to come back, and it's and there's going to be a beautiful redemption. I doubt it, but... And then then we'll keep talking about it. So until then... Yeah, my heart is open, but my brain doubts. My heart will go on. Go on.
Welcome back from the break. Uh, so, have I redeemed myself? Oh, absolutely not. Oh, God damn it. It's okay. so cool. Okay, but here's the thing. I get... There's a there's a little more logic to it this time. Right. Before I mostly just piled everything that I owned into a room yes. and then walked away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and now there is a slightly plausible fiction to it uh-huh. where you are sort of the um, secret keeper slash dictator of your town of Karoo. Yes. And, um, yeah, you have sharks that you experiment on, <laughs> I believe. The sharks are just cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're, they're just, just for th- They're threatening, yeah. Yeah, and then you have your secret room where you have all of the alien evidence. Which, you made fun of my, my plaza walls, uh-huh. uh, but I chose them because they have, they're divided into four, uh, like, uh, sort of type, wide yeah. stripes, uh-huh. and that's and the sharks fit perfectly into oh, those. No, I wasn't making yeah. fun of the walls. I was making fun of the combination of the plaza walls with the regal, ro- regal floor. Yeah, regal flooring. That yeah. was. Um, I think I should switch back to the steel. Floor. I I agree, and also because steel is a lot more utilitarian. Mm-hmm. So if you're carrying out experiments on any alien life forms, it'd be a lot easier to clean. Exactly, yeah. and also it looks more sinister because what person do you know has steel <laughs> floors? Probably a psychopath. Theoretically, I should also move everything into a room that isn't, like, immediately the one that you walk into when you open the door. <laughs> um, I wanted to keep it hidden. It's more yeah. imposing that way. Really? <laughs> just if walk you, right sorry. into the evil if layer. You wanted to really I just <laughs> imagined, like, uh, somebody walking in just being like, oh, hey, let's go. Oh. <laughs> I see. Excuse me. You are not the person I thought you were, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> the mayor. I went into the mayor's house. He just got a bunch of sharks along the wall. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even see if he had a bed or not. Yeah, and he has a he has a TV in front of a door. <laughs> with, a, with nothing with in nothing it. With nothing in it but a spaceship. <laughs> and there's a, there was a labyrinth carpeting that made me feel a little icky inside. Yeah, ideally I would like to turn that room into uh, just the Black Lodge from Twin Peaks. Oh, God. That would really be, that would be the ideal. Uh, anyway. So, I mean, I, I appreciate that there's a greater fiction in place now for your home design. Is it appealing to look at in any way? Yes. Oh, to each his own. <laughs> Maybe they can. People can friend you. Go visit Carew and see your house. Mm. If they're listening to the podcast. Um, and judge for yourself. So, uh, did anybody else spend some time decorating uh, their domicile oh. at Animal Crossing? Oh yeah. Like regularly, things get updated. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Things get moved around. I have themes. I'm killing it on the uh, HHA game. The Happy Home Academy points are right. stacking. Um, yeah, so yeah, once you reach a certain threshold of points based on how well decorated your house is as your a whole. feng shui. Yeah, my feng shui. Um, then you get updated again and you have to like fit an overall theme for your home. So mm. I'm, I'm working through that right now. Oh, that sounds to... like miserable. No, I it's would much awesome. rather have disparate nonsense uh-huh. rooms than I would. Mm. <laughs> See, I have I have a princess room. I have a uh, snow theme room that you get from when you make the snowmen. And y- the snow ma'am. 
Yeah, the, the snow, the snow mems. Yeah, the, the snow members. <laughs> yeah, well, um, it's it's the snowman is the one that is the largest balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you mash those together, you get the snowman who lets you play bingo. Uh huh. And then if you make a smaller one, uh, it's the snow ma'am, and you can give her snowflakes. Uh huh. And she will uh, trade you the ice set. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, I I could not be trifled. The, oh wow! <laughs> so I've got the ice set, and then I've got a mermaid room, and then I've got this. Oh, I have I have a whole I have a whole thing going on. So <laughs> a whole thing. Whole thing, and I'm updating my out outdoor space. It's it's a thing to behold. Let me tell ya. The Happy Home Academy does not like that I use garbage in my western yeah, room um, as decoration. That's shocking. Yeah. Shocking I, that you got negative points for that. For putting trash. For putting in my trash home. in your house. Crazy. Weird. That Lyle, he's a sure is a stickler. Fuck Lyle. Hey. Okay, fine. Maybe we found an NPC that you don't love. It's Lyle, it's the Lyle. otter. Uh yeah. Uh, the house decorating was always, like, one of the things that would keep me playing mm-hmm. for so long. Uh, I remember always liking the citrus furniture uh-huh. a lot, but then oh, I would yeah. always try to use it in rooms that were not just the citrus room. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I didn't like the wallpaper or something. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I would always... That was always my problem. It's like I would like certain parts of a set, but would never just want to go all out with mm-hmm. one theme. You gotta go all out or you're not gonna get them points. Not gonna get them points. I don't care about them points. I'm, um, I'm good with the. Uh, well, I mean. And yep. I always tried to do the Nintendo room filled with all the uh-huh. Nintendo uh, yeah. items. My original house was a mess a lot because I put a lot of Nintendo out because I felt like it was difficult for me not to have this on display. But fortunately, the museum upgrade gets you a showroom. So or I two. have a little Nintendo showroom. Mm-hmm. We have up to four, actually. So. Yeah. Uh, no, I and I got a lot of those items from the fortune cookies mm-hmm. which i really enjoyed because there were some fun things in there like the um midness helmet yeah. from twilight princess and there were other things too I'm, I'm i'm just glad they used play coins because that is a functionally limitless currency mm-hmm. like i have 300 every time that i turn on the console so well look at you mr I walk a ton. Well, I just keep my DS with me. It's really what it is. Well, it's because you got them giant man pockets. The man pockets. It's not as easy for us ladies. You just put it in a purse. Ah, purses suck. Either way. (laughs) I also enjoy the play coin system, and I like the fortune cookies. Um, Yeah, I liked that there sort of was a Nintendo crossover. Yeah. I almost never take my DS places, so I had no idea what gave you play coins. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, you get one for every like two hundred yeah. steps or something. I feel like I have like twenty seven, and that's like all I've ever gotten. Right. <laughs> I used I used to throw it in my backpack when I was an undergrad. Got a lot of street passes that way. Right. Get a lot of people to visit my town. Gotta see get how a, sick it is. Get a fanny pack to carry that's that radius. Right? Oh god, that's ter- I didn't even realize because I have Animal Crossing installed. Anybody who pa- who did street pass could have like bopped into my into yeah. Karoo and been like. The fuck is this dude doing? Well, yeah, that's how I that's how I got to see the the glory, the glory <laughs> the that the mustard floor, yeah, shark room. Yeah, uh, I did. You 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 didn't even know I was there. I it's, like, it's like you were sleeping, and I walked in like, "Hey, Chad!" Oh, <laughs> like, and then I left. And you're just like, never I can't said believe, anything. Where is yeah. he sleeping? I can't find his bed. <laughs> yeah, it was hidden. It was in it was in the secret crawlspace. 
What's the name of your town, Janelle? Oh, Enderlin. Enderlin? Yeah, I don't okay. know. Is that I like was... a Minecraft reference? Uh-uh. No. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, it might be a reference to something that I pulled from deep within my gray matter. But sure. I was just like, I do that where I just sit and s- smash phrases and mm. sounds together. Until it, I get sounds it sounds kind of like good. a European village to yeah. me. Yeah, well, it's um, beautiful. And if you want to visit Enderlin... <laughs> Uh, if you have the, the dream suite, can you, like, search for people's towns? Yeah, you can. Okay, so I'll build the dream suite before this episode goes live. There you go. And then anybody who wants to can find Carew. Is I that guess, K-A-R-O-O? O-O, yeah. Yes. Only Magic the Gathering fans will know. <laughs> and your town is? Quinster. Quinster. Yeah, uh, right. there you go. Got to reference our D&D campaign. Speaking of our D&D campaign and also new mechanics in Animal Crossing New Leaf. Ooh, I'm excited to see well, how this goes. Yeah, to see how this uh, Something that hasn't really come up on the podcast before, which is probably a good thing, um, but now is abundantly clear based on what we've just been talking about. Uh, I have this like weird affinity for sharks. Like I love sharks, <laughs> but, which started as a characteristic of uh, a character that I am in D&D. And then somehow get grafted into my actual personality. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure how it happened, no, but I it think just did. It's like um, like psychotherapy. Like, playing <laughs> your D&D character of Father Brand made you realize that secretly you loved sharks all along. Right. It's like you role-playing a character, you gave him characteristics you didn't realize you had. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I, well, I definitely do love sharks. And now I feel like I feel like it's a fixture in your real life, and it's a fixture in all of your fictional beings as well right which is why you have a wall of sharks in yeah. your house <laughs> yeah so the sharks themselves are a new feature in this game uh that i think is just the dopest mm-hmm. that you can just like fish a shark out of the uh, uh i thought you could catch sharks in the other games well you can't in animal crossing the original right but i don't know about the other ones this is new ish to mm-hmm. me but it's tied into uh well, I mean, you can you can find them on like in your village occasionally, but uh, the most common place is on the island, and the island is kind of like this microcosm of all the things that I hate about this game. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> because it really breaks the light how like sort of tedious everything can be if you choose to make it that way, uh, and. The island does it by having those, what do they call it, the tours? The mini-games. The, yeah, they're mini-games that are just, like, expanded versions of things that you would already do, albeit, like, sometimes you're in a maze and you have to go find some fruit or something. But they are just miserable. Uh, Not all of them are. I like the hide-and-seek one. I like the memory puzzle one. <laughs> okay, the memory puzzle one is fine, but also sort of, like, just a memory puzzle. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, I think I understand your point of the tediousness, and I feel like that's where the game lost a lot of people, was in, oh, I have to check in and do the same thing every day, you know, and if that's boring to you, but I think for a lot of people, myself included, it's kind of soothing to have that sort of routine built in, where, you know, you check in, you check in on people, you pick some fruit, you pick some weeds, you don't have to go to the island if you don't want to, you know, if you're rushed for time, you just go check out the nooklings, make sure there's no new kicky sliding music or any items you want, and, like, that's it. And I think, yeah, that's that's kind of 
in a game like this where it's important to check in every day, sometimes routines can be nice, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think it puts up uh, maybe too big of a hump to get over, or at least for me, because I feel like I need to like grind out a certain amount of money. Like I need to make my house oh so big before right. I can really start buying stuff. So I, I find like that probably deters a lot of people because if you don't have a place to put all the stuff, you're less <laughs> likely to buy it. So you're just kind of like turn on the game, go fishing. And then feel sell overwhelmed. The, yeah, feel, sell all the fish. <laughs> uh, still be in debt. Yeah. Well, that's... Uh, <laughs> which is the other part about the island, because the island is, like, the place to go when you need to make money. Uh, because catching beetles is basically, like, the thing in this game. Like, the, the fastest way to make money. Uh, so I felt like a lot of the times it was sort of, like, grinding... Which is not really what, which is all Animal Crossing is, but also you want to do it in a in a more engaging, natural way, uh, which I think the main village allows for, and the island really doesn't, because there aren't like people hanging out on the island that you can talk to. It's just full of bugs and sharks. It's basically the most terrifying location yeah, on the planet. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. I guess I wasn't. I didn't feel that pressure. To, to get things done. Um, I did make a lot of use of my storage space mm-hmm. that I had both in the house and at the, the uh, whatchamacallit, the train station, which I don't know why you have a locker there, but good to know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I did a lot of that. I tried to expand my house when I could, pay down my debt when I could, anything I wanted, even if I didn't have room for it in the house at the time, I sort of put it away. I don't know. To me, I guess I, I liked that it was kind of methodical in that right. way. But, I, I mean, I see why. Yeah, and the more time that you have to dedicate to it, the more you can sort of just enjoy the the, the, the enjoy the finer things, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, the finer things club. Yeah, the, yeah, the finer. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I'm the kind of person who, I mean, we were joking before playing this. I was playing Cookie Clicker, which is just a game that you just watch numbers go up and like I don't even do anything really anymore. I just let it run forever. Uh, and Animal Crossing feels like it should sort of feed that same uh, compulsion, and it does. But I'm the kind of person who like I've never paid off uh, a loan in the game bit by bit. I always do it as a complete uh, full payment. I, I also do that. Yeah, so I will go to the island or whatever. Get a whole bunch of shit, go sell it all, bank the money, go back, do it again, then come back, pay off the whole house, uh, and then wait for the next day, and that would be like a day for me. Uh, and so I, what you're saying is you broke the game. Well, I just made it not fun for me. Yeah. And for like half hour at a time right. increments. Uh, it makes it a great game to like listen to a podcast while you're playing it, though. That's true. <laughs> it it is a great game to do when you're doing something else mm-hmm. or like you're waiting for something else to happen or you're you're stuck somewhere and like like for me like if i had like 50 minutes between classes i'd be like ah oh, sick i can just check in do my shit and like i'm good for the day now, everyone the sharks in my living room yeah everyone knows i'm still alive no one's <laughs> gonna panic and leave isabel yeah. isn't crying in the town hall like everything's okay and like for me that was nice yeah. This is the kind of game that I'm glad I got I played when I did like originally when I played uh, Wild World and City Folk because 
I don't think I could get into this game now. Right. As like an, an adult with less free time, uh, because like like it was just like all like summer. I would just like play <laughs> Animal Crossing, and it was great. Uh, but now I feel like it it doesn't quite feel rewarding enough to me to dedicate as much time to it as you need to. Yeah, to like to make, yeah, to make the most of it. Yeah. Oh no! See, I'm I'm a grown ass adult person, and like <laughs> I love it. I love it. I do. Like I love the little people. I love that they need me. I love that they love me. I love that they're cute. I love that I can help them. I love picking virtual fruit. I love the me in the game. I love the me in the game so much. I love the changing my hair. I love changing my outfits. Like the player avatar. Yeah. Yeah. I love playing with my house. Uh, I love it. So I don't know what's up with you guys, but <laughs> see, part of it was I was gonna say like there isn't. Be, Okay, so JJ isn't here. Right. So let's just shit on him. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, uh, but I, like, the whole time, because we talked, we've talked about so many fucking games, and mm-hmm. a lot of the time, uh, these mechanical, like, competencies always come up. He, when we talked about um, Trauma Center, we were like, well, Andy and I were able to, like, sort of fuck up and, like, stumble through some of that game. Mm-hmm. But JJ was just, like, on it. Like, he was just like, I understand this. He likes that kind of, like, mechanical precision stuff. Right. Which this game doesn't really offer any of. So I would have been curious to find out, like, what his thoughts on that were. But at the same time, I suck at fishing in this game. And that's, Ow. like, the simplest thing in the world. And <laughs> It's because you ain't requires waiting. Well, yeah, and we all know Chad hates hates waiting. waiting. I do hate waiting. I ran past all the enemies in Animal Crossing, uh, <laughs> but uh, well, no. What happens is I'll I'll cast the rod, and I'll like the fish will start coming, mm-hmm. and then I'll just start panicking. You just get real excited. And I'm like, when's it gonna just connect the? Ah! I'll hit the button like yeah. way too early. Yeah. Like he hadn't even actually. Yeah. <laughs> and then it'll swim away and disappear into the ether or whatever, yeah. wherever they go. So there's uh there's that. What was what was the point? Um, the point was people like different things because it speaks to them at different levels and stuff. Right, and there isn't really a mechanical challenge in this game because it wants to be that relaxing mm-hmm. sort of like. It's, it uh, is very accessible, and I, it I don't know. I guess I liked it for that reason. I was really looking forward to JJ being here and seeing. If you guys somehow related this to Dark Souls, <laughs> I was I was hoping because that we were wondering yesterday how we were going to fit a reference <laughs> to Dark Souls, to Dark Souls, here? Souls yeah. In here. yeah. And I was like, I bet Janelle's the one who will bring it up. Yeah. Well, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, it's basically I hate Dark Souls for all the reasons that I love Animal Crossing because <laughs> everything is dark and terrible. And hard in Dark Souls. Oh, I and also about real life. Crossing. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. No, and like Animal Crossing is nice and it's simple and it's fun and it's accessible and yeah, it's basically the complete opposite. Which is it would be difficult to find more like just opposed yeah. games yeah. than these two. Yeah. Uh, which is why I was really hoping that it would come up organically. Oh, yeah. Just as a, yeah. you know. Just yeah, like, I made a joke, because, like, it somehow came up in both the Mario episode and the Cat Lady episode, uh-huh. and I was yeah. like, how is it going to come up in, in Animal, Animal Crossing? Crossing? 
Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, because nothing makes me want to click out of a no-clip podcast and then jump off the face of the earth. <laughs> then, you know, it reminds me a lot of what happened in Dark Souls. It's usually JJ. Right, yeah. Fucking JJ. He might... He. I mean, he might have found a way. We'll call him up. Yeah, we'll ask and, him later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... What do you find yourself doing the majority of time, like, in the game? Like, what's a typical play session for you? I, I always wonder, because I feel like it's got to be, like, radically different between mm-hmm. people. Uh, so I am a robot, because JJ isn't here. I have to take over that role of being the robot. Right. Uh-huh. So when I start a day in Animal Crossing, I go around the town, and I hit every rock with my shovel, and I dig up everything that has an X on the ground. Mm-hmm. Then I shake every tree in town. Uh, uh, I sell anything that I, like, I, I assess all the fossils, I donate anything that I can, I sell everything else to, uh, Reese, and then I go to the island and I just farm beetles, <laughs> and then I pay off my house and then I go to bed. <laughs> okay. See, now when you say it like that, this sounds like the worst fucking game ever created. <laughs> Like, just hearing you say that, I'm like, oh, God, that's, that's terrible. Yeah, but the, the beauty, of course, comes in the, in the details, because there are going to be, like, what I would refer to as, like, distractions in this... In, this, uh, in your system, in your well-oiled machinery. <laughs> right, because, like, you will walk by and, like, somebody will have a reaction to you. Like, they'll be like, Wait! Like, yeah. hey, what's yeah. up? And, and they run I'll... up and they do the cute little shuffle waiting right. for you to notice them and acknowledge them. Right, so you talk to that person, like, and they might send you on, like, a little task or whatever. And I don't know, it's enjoyable, it's a thing to do. So, you know, I'm the, I'm the reverse. I wake up, I leave my house, and I'm like, alright, it's time to check in with my people. <laughs> Right. peeps what's up fellow villagers and so yeah i will wander around looking for people to talk to and then when i encounter breakable rocks or x's i will dig them up mm-hmm. um and i usually have my trees on a rotation because it takes three days for the fruit to grow back so usually i will have one third of my trees to harvest so see then- most of the time i actually don't even get the fruit because it's it, uh- it's not really worth it. So you shake the trees hoping that coins or things will fall and mm-hmm. not bees that will sting your face. I mean, I'm cool with the bees as well because I can still sell the beehives. So. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> I actually never shake the trees personally because the bees, it's not worth the risk. You yeah. can cure it with medicine. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that until one of my villagers gave me medicine because I was too uh, hideously uh, ugly well, no. after being <laughs> stung by yeah. nine consecutive bees. Basically, being stung <laughs> by the bees would just be like, Okay, done with Animal Crossing for today. Yeah. <laughs> no. Because I just can't stand to look at the villager with the swollen eye. My favorite type of villager, for a number of reasons, is like the big sister villager, the Uchi villager, if you will, which are new to New Leaf. Um, they are. That's like their personality. No, I don't know what it is, and I have to Google it. Uh-huh, yeah, it's, it's U-C-H-I is the Japanese word, which is basically like the big sister type. And those will be the animals to help you out. Like, they'll be like, oh my... God, you need some medicine. Fix your face, please. Uh, what's wrong yeah. with your face? Yeah, what's wrong with your face? <laughs> um, yeah, so I'll, I'll talk to everybody, um, hang out with them, do what they, what they would like, and then I'll collect things, sell them to Reese. Then I go into town, um, check out Kicks, which is the shoe shop. Right. Um, check out the Able Sisters, check out the TNT Emporium, all three floors. Uh, buy anything that I don't have, music, whatever. Um, 
then usually, depending on how things go, I'm... I usually, rather than going to the island, would be more likely to work in the coffee shop. Because mm. I really like working in the coffee shop. You get beans, which sell for really high prices. Mr. Loves Your Money. Cool. Don't um, have a coffee shop. You got... So. Oh, I know. I'm trying to sell you on making that your fifth Well, I don't know how to get... Product. Oh, I'm working on the police station right now. Because oh, right. after two years, mm-hmm. I guess some crime has sprung up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and then I visit people in their houses. I'm very, I'm very people focused in my playthrough. Mm. I fall kind of in the middle, like Andy always does. <laughs> right. Uh, I think it's because I played so much of the games. I fall into a routine now, where it's like I kind of do the same thing every time I play as well. Right. But I also, I talk to all the villagers first. And then always kind of, like, feel bad if I can't find one of them. And, like, they're going to get mad at me because I don't talk to them or whatever. <laughs> so uh, you got to hunt them down. Yeah, then you got to hunt them down. And then they'll, like, be in the museum or some shit. Like, god damn it. Yeah, <laughs> meanwhile, well, I go to, like, I, I go for high scores on how long it's been since I've talked to a particular oh, villager. Yeah. Pietro. Yeah. I remember like, when, my list. So yeah. when I was younger, I would always hate it when villagers would move out. Unless, you know, it's one of the ones you dislike. Right. But uh, I would always want to keep, like, because there, there's some that I just tend to not like. There, there's always one that's like a macho man, like, who always talks about uh-huh, working out. Uh-huh. Yeah. I always want them to be the first one to leave. I had Al, uh, who was a big gorilla, and he mm. occasionally, and he was one of those types, and he was going to move out, and I was like, okay, go ahead and leave. But now he <laughs> won't stop showing up like uh-huh. he just hangs out on main street yeah now. he comes to the shopping center and it's like, oh, so hey. often he's there like every two days <laughs> just like, really i'm like awkward. where did you move to dude like because <laughs> it's because you you don't have enough people you've kicked out to rotate through that's maybe. what happens yeah no i have one of those same gorilla but his name is peewee okay so that's an added bonus for yeah, him because it's keeping him around in, in wild world i remember it was tank he was a rhino that's a great name yeah and like there's a character I have now that's similar. I think he's a hippo, and I can't remember what his name is, but it's something, you know, similar. Mm-hmm. Um, You may not know this, Chad, but um, I had a villager move in, and he was a hippo, or maybe a rhino. Um, Either way, he was from Karoo. Oh, yeah? He he fled town. <laughs> I'm sure he, he did. didn't no. flee town. He said that he was neglected, and he hated <laughs> it there, and so he wanted to come to the sick paradise. I mean, it was Enderlin. It, to be fair, that's on Isabel. That's not my fault. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I left her in charge. Yeah. So for a she long just sat time, in the office yeah. doing. I was like, Isabel, I'm gonna go time. play Dark Souls and From Software games for the next uh, forever. Yeah, like eighteen months. You just take care of this town. I might come yeah. back. I was I was concerned coming here that JJ was going to for some reason hate Isabel, and I was going to mm. have. To fight him. <laughs> no. I feel like he's going to have to come in in the next episode and be like, hey, yeah, here's we're going to talk about this, on but yeah. like, I was slandered. <laughs> well, no, I, I just for some reason thought, like, what is the worst thing that he could, anyone could say, but mm-hmm. him specifically, I thought that for some reason you hate Isabel. No, I, I feel like he would like Isabel, Well, because, I mean, she has such a good function in the game of basically being mayor-elect when right. you just aren't there for weeks at a time. But also, she's just such a wonderful character. I used to kind of dislike Isabel <gasps> because I uh, she's like the like the mascot of the game, basically. Uh-huh. And I remember when they revealed New Leaf, I really disliked that they made the characters taller and thinner. Because mm. they used to be shorter and squatter and therefore cuter. Right. And, I, and like, 
Isabel like represented the game to me, so I was just like associated that negative feeling to her. Yeah. But now, when you know, actually playing that was before I ever played it. Right. Actually playing it, I like um, Isabel just fine. I think they made the and color I've got, and thinner because they made the camera angle like higher. Oh, and, and they, they added more clothes. Like now you can buy pants. Pants. And stuff. Yeah. But uh, I was gonna say something. Listen, my favorite Isabel moment that sealed the deal for me <laughs> as being one of the top ten characters created in the past. 10 years. Um, <laughs> is this a, I feel like this is an actual list that you have. Yeah, is, it is. Isabel for Smash. Isabel, Isabel for Smash! Absolutely. Smash. Well, she's an well, she's assist, assist trophy, trophy, but like, could you imagine her she's a Mario, as a player right? character? No! It would be amazing! <laughs> it would be so good! Okay, anyway. There's a moment, and it's early in the game, so you may remember this. Um, it's right... Well, so what happens is she gives you the first fruit that you get to plant in your town that becomes sort of like your town signature fruit. Right. But she says um, that her mother had sent her this fruit. And she uh, she says, oh, she says <laughs> that good puppies always share. And I'm like, oh, my God, Isabel, you're such a good puppy. Like, you're the best puppy. Like, that is so sweet. She's the sweetest, and she has those little bells. The jingle in her ears when she walks. Right. Oh, the best. She does a good job of, uh, like, as far as, like, original Nintendo characters go, I feel like Isabelle's probably one of the better of, like, the new wave of... (laughs) Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. She's she's a good face for the game for a number of reasons, uh, and, like, for the series as a whole, because, like, it's just... She's more of an encapsulation of what the games are about than any other character. Like, nobody gives one red fuck about Digby. Uh, <laughs> Digby is her brother, right? Yeah. Okay. And I he's think... also stands uh-huh. stupidly at the top of the town doing nothing okay. forever. <laughs> but listen, sometimes when it rains, he wears a raincoat, and that's pretty cute. He does occasionally wear a raincoat, but... Uh... Um... I wish K.K. Slider would wear pants. That's all I'm going to say about that. He doesn't wear any clothes. I know, he's but just, just the pants. Nude he's, nude. He's, the pants. He's like a hippie. He's, it's like, he's weirdly like... Well, you know the, the naked cowboy? Yeah. He's just that character. Character, yeah. Because yeah. well, he's like oddly sexual. Is he? He's like, cool, kitty. Cool. Yeah. And I'm like, I, mm, you're like, you're, yeah, I want all of my villagers to be cute. I don't want any of them to hit on me. Right. No romance. Yeah, but Leave what it if out? it's K.K. Sliding, though? It's weird! <laughs> I want him to yeah. wear pants. He's famous. He is famous. Yeah. He he does sing to me on my birthday when I go visit. Club, <laughs> club lol. Club lol. Club lol. Uh, I'm cool with K.K. Slider not wearing pants. Me too. I, I wouldn't have it anymore. Come over, Roland. Yeah. I think K.K. Slider should wear pants, and I'll, that is the hill I'll die on. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, actually, okay, so... I said before the break that I was going to ruin Animal Crossing for everyone. Oh, God. I feel like at least everyone is at least somewhat aware of these things, because, like, you know about the, like, villager personality types, how there's, like, very specific ones, and they try and make, like, a balance Mm -hmm. uh, when you're given your village at the start of the game. Uh, One of the things I find super interesting about Animal Crossing, that if you're a fan of, like, imagination and and the magic of fun, uh, (laughs) this, like, doesn't quite mesh with that uh is just the number of like crazy hidden mechanics and like little tickers and like things that are kept track of in the background uh that 
I don't know, they just sort of govern how each day plays out. Um, I find it really interesting. Like, we talked about Katrina and how she'd be like, oh, your lucky item is a hat or whatever. Mm -hmm. Luck is in itself like a stat that is just randomly rolled every day that you're going to have good luck or bad luck in a certain, like, category of stuff. You can have, like, wealth, friendship, romance, that kind of thing. And, uh... The fact that, like, you could just turn the, ga- the the game on, like, walk out the front door and trip and fall on your face. Yeah, that's happened to me before. Yeah, if that happens, you could probably just, like, put the game down for the day, because you, <laughs> you have bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and it, it would confuse me, because I was like, is it because it's raining? Is mm-hmm. the ground slippery? And I had to look into it. I was like, what is happening? I would be trying to just trot along, and I would fall on my, my sad little face. <laughs> it was it was traumatizing. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. what was up with that. Yeah. I've also always found that kind of stuff interesting, because if you play it long enough, you can kind of tell there's like some weird things going on behind the scenes. But I've never actually looked into it. Right. And I remember like being younger and playing. It always kind of, like, it almost felt like animal crossing was just gonna end up being like the truman show like i would just like stumble across like something i'd never known was there and it was like this right. whole like because it always feels like there's like something else that you're gonna stumble onto that you didn't know about i actually really like that reading of animal crossing because <laughs> yeah. like uh like gulliver for instance uh, yes he apparently According to him, and not the producers of the Animal Crossing version of the Truman Show, <laughs> goes to a distant location, the, his ship goes down, and then he watches ashore, always in your town. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, oh, where was I? And then you have to answer a weird, like, Carmen Sandiego-ass trivia question. And then he sends you a sick item when he gets there. Yeah, it's dope as hell. I love it. But... It's just super strange. It is. It's, I feel like your town is at the center of the universe, mm-hmm. and like everything revolves around it. It's like it's the like, island from Lost. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't talk about Lost. I talk about Lost. It's a good show. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah, and because, like, the humor sometimes... Like, there are moments where I, like, catch myself, and I'm like, if I was playing this as a child, would I have caught that? Like, there are just, like, those, like, moments of, of things where I'm like, oh, like, that was clever. Like, sometimes the villagers will say things or refer to things. Or, you know, like, is Gulliver drunk? Like, right. there's, like, all those, like, little readings where you don't know whether the things were intentionally placed or you're reading into it. Or, um, yeah, so it, it, it does feel like they're, like, you're you're kind of in uh, a Truman Show bubble. Mm-hmm. Like, there is, like, because you, you are aware, obviously, this isn't how the world works. But right. yet, there are still those... <laughs> little weird real world anachronisms in it that I think are really pleasing. Yeah, I feel like there's no way that you could... Like, if you took everything in Animal Crossing on face value, (laughs) I think the Truman Show reading is the only one that works. Yeah. Because, like, they even have, like, a super transparent, like, actor on a train who gets all of your information before you show up. So suspiciously, when they're like, oh, you're... Chad, right? And they're like, uh, you're like, oh, how do they know? And so they have a plant. Obviously, They have a plant who acts normal, Rover, hanging out on the train. Dude's just getting your information for your tenure, your season Mm -hmm. on the Animal Crossing show. I would be down for that. Right. Sign me up. I'm not really into reality TV myself. So you'd rather be on it than watch it? Oh, no. I mean, there's some that I would watch, but I'm not really, like... 
I would never go on a reality show. Mm. But the Animal Crossing show, absolutely. Right, because you don't even yes. know it. That you, or you can pretend that you don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't care. Fine. That's fine. I'll be an actor. Uh, <laughs> so, beyond that, though, uh, because we've now <laughs> diverged off uh, a totally different path, uh, there are, like, other little things that sort of, like, have an impact over a long period of time. Uh, like, obviously... Because I'm me, I never stopped running in Animal Crossing. I just ran everywhere. But running actually carves paths in your grass. It does. Uh, like, grass will stop growing in certain areas if you run over it too often. Um, things like if you harvest a tree too many times, the the tree will just shake it to pieces like a fucking strong man, uh, which you then cut down with an axe that you forget exists. Uh <laughs> Just all these like little tiny things that make uh, an impact on your town over a long span of time are really kind of the genius elements of this as a as a quote life simulation game. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Beautifully put. Thanks. Welcome. <laughs> it. I think that it probably plays into why this is like the only life simulation game that I like. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm on record as actively hating The Sims and not understanding why people enjoy it. Right. But like I, I got really into Animal Crossing, and uh, I, I think that plays a factor. And all the the characters are super cute and likable. So, I think that I would have enjoyed The Sims. My ability to like The Sims died in the first game because uh, I kept trying to teach my Sims to use the hibachi grill and they they kept killing themselves. I mean, honestly... Just why like do you think life. why do you think hibachi is such a, a prized position in the real world? I know it's a lot of hibachi related deaths. <laughs> I Look imagine people kept moving into the house and going like, like gravestones out back. What happened here? Just like a oh, hibachi girl claimed another victim. <laughs> uh, and you can make your you can attempt to make your villager do as many cool things as possible, and they won't ever just die. And that's a big plus. I think. <laughs> Yeah, no crossing. one dies in Animal Crossing, which is great, because, you know, death sucks. Yeah, I guess the only way you could simulate it by, like, making someone fall in a pitfall trap, hmm. and then saving the game and then leaving and hoping the next time you log in that they would just be gone. No, what happens is they <laughs> oh, fall... they'll send a letter, though. Yeah, they fall in the pitfall trap. And then they get out and they storm around and are really angry. Right. And you try to talk to them to calm them down. And they're like, don't talk to me. I'm really angry. <laughs> Which is basically like me on the internet all the time. Right. But, you know, so basically you just have to ignore people. And then you can pretend they died until they show up on Main Street. <laughs> <laughs> like three days in a row. Uh, yeah, that would be terrible. Uh, P- see, that's the thing. I'm just going to banish Pietro to fucking... Main Street Purgatory, hmm. where they're just gonna look at me as I walk by and flip him the bird. Is, it, is he a sheep? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. Are the sheep in this game, like, just balls of fluff? Um, For the most part. They kind okay. of, to me, look like pine cones. Yeah, because uh, like I had a villager yeah. in Wild World that I really liked who was, like, an old lady, and her name was Barbara. Barbara, I love her. That's yeah, she's, she's one of my all-time favorite villagers. Pietro, like, I'm fine with the sheep model in, mm-hmm. in Animal Crossing. I hate Pietro because it's, like, a rainbow clown sheep, mm. and it's terrifying. <laughs> like, it's it just seems sinister. Because, like, who would walk around 24 hours a day 
with like rainbow colored right. wool. A clown. A, only a clown. Yeah. It, and only a clown be, looking for victims. There should be a hidden mechanic where there's like a 1 in 100 chance one of your villagers will be a serial killer. <laughs> Okay. is too high okay, for this to maintain an E a, rating. A, a 1 in 5,000 chance. It should, it should be like a 10, shiny. Yeah, like shiny. shiny. Oh, oh, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you might get the serial killer villager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, another way to bring up Dark Souls, because you could be like the... Uh, Shut up, Chad. Sorry. <laughs> Technically, it's Demon Souls. <sighs> you can have world tendency. Yeah, and, world uh, tendency to have a serial thing. killer villager. Uh, you can invade other people's towns and kill their villagers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. You fucking can do that, not kill villagers, obviously. I made an, uh, an old roommate of mine very angry. <laughs> because I went to his town and I stomped on his golden flowers accidentally. Uh, I don't even know how you get golden flowers. Uh, very carefully. Yeah, he put I, them in a I... fence. And I like just ran into the fence and was like, what are these? <laughs> No, if you did that to me, I would be so upset. Yeah, and like two of the four that he had in there just like <laughs> exploded. Wow. Okay, well, were there two left then? Yeah. Okay, well, that's okay. You can just water them. And then if you put them together, a new one will cross-pollinate. Oh, oh that's good. Will germinate. Yeah, so. he was he was not happy with me for doing that. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I mean, I don't listen, there are some of us who take our villages very seriously. I only take personal gain very seriously. Very seriously, well, as we've learned. Yeah. You love catching beetles, not because you like beetles, but because you no, like I hate be- money. The idea... Okay, when you grab a... I think they're... What are they? The, the rhino beetle? One of the giant horn dynastids. Not a horn dynasty, because he says your era has ended, buddy. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> they that up yet. Oh, that's a good point. I like the puns. Yeah, I love the puns, but that's, I mean, that's a legacy thing that's been in all the mm-hmm. games. It's really good, uh, and I like that for, like, there's a different one for each thing, uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, even if not all of them are puns. But there's one that's, like, the giant, big-ass beetle. Like a Hercules beetle? Like, a, so it's not the Hercules beetle because it has something specifically about heroics or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he says, he doesn't look that, he's the Goliath beetle. Yeah. He says he doesn't look that big to me. And he's holding it, and the bug is, like, bigger than, like, his whole head. Knowing that, like, oh. that this, that, that a beetle like that existed, I would have, I would have run so far away. Beetles are horrifying to me. So, no, I do not catch beetles because I like them. <laughs> well, thank you for that very defensive tangent. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite portrait quote? Have you guys had any portraits from villagers yet? If you get their friendship to a certain level or if they move out, villagers may send you a portrait. And it has all of their relevant factoids on it and also a great quote. This is all news to yeah, me. Okay, well, um, actually, my Steam bio is... Deirdre's quote, mm. and it's legs of an antelope, heart of an eagle. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty great. Yeah. Like, if, yeah, if you look up their um, quotes, they're She all just is an antelope, good. right? No, she's a deer. Oh, okay. Given the name Deirdre. I mean, could be just a name. It, it, I mean... What's in a name? A rose yeah. by any other name is still <laughs> named Deirdre, and she's still a deer. And still has the legs of an antelope. And a heart of an eagle. <laughs> yeah. No, I did not know this was even a mechanic. This yeah. is part of what I'm talking about. There's so much just sort of like 
going on in this game that it's difficult to even pinpoint all of it. Okay, I'm looking up picture quotes just okay. to just to give you guys a couple more. In the meantime, mm. uh, one thing I wanted to bring up, and maybe it's just like super obvious, that's why we haven't really talked about it. But uh, fair enough. The fact that like you're essentially an adult in a village of all children. Like, is the dynamic where, like, all of the villagers just act like kids and, like, they'll even, like, trade things with each other and, like... Right. It's very much the dynamic, like, you're the only grown-up. Uh, I just wondered how you felt about that. See, I don't really get that vibe, personally. I feel like everyone They're, like, is real immature... A- and, like, they hold grudges against each other. I mean, I have a house full of sharks. I don't think That's... that I'm, like, an upstanding... <laughs> Uh, no, you're kind of like the peacekeeper for all the children that you're living well, with. Well, that's true, and depending on your villager's type, mm-hmm. um, they'll get along with certain villagers, but not others. So most of my villagers are normal, or the big sister type, and they actually don't get along that well, so sometimes yeah. they'll shit-talk each other. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of fun! Like, like, I, re- I remember in Wild World, this was like super funny to me, especially looking back, because like, Lobo <laughs> got sick once, and he just stayed sick for like months. <laughs> until, yeah, until because you I never medicine. bought him yeah. medicine. Like they won't buy medicine for themselves. <laughs> They'll just stay sick forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like they won't do anything for themselves. They're like, I need to give this to whoever. Yeah, like uh, so, can you do it for me? Right. <laughs> yeah, nobody will do anything. <laughs> I <laughs> I always kind of just read that as like any other sort of uh, just like they need to give you something to do, right? But then it always—I mean, makes... that's the actual mechanical reason, right? But it makes any interaction between the two, like two villagers, that much more interesting when it happens mm-hmm. because it's so uncommon. So whenever two villagers actually have like a thing that happens between them, uh, you're like, oh, this is like a special moment, mm-hmm. or it's just bullshit text because, like, I know I have right. one villager. My neighbor, Chief, the only guy who lives anywhere near my house, mm-hmm. uh, it constantly is telling me that, like, all of my villagers are fucking each other. And I'm always <laughs> like, man, this is like the third different couple that you've predicted today. How about you just stay inside for a while? <laughs> okay, do you, do you want me to hit you with some sick villager quotes? Sure, why not? Okay, so one of my favorites, Caroline, the squirrel or chipmunk, I'm not sure. Uh, I remember which is Caroline. Which. Yeah, um, her picture quote from I Wild World. Did. Yeah, yeah, her picture quote from Wild World was just, relax, has been updated, <laughs> has been updated to, new brooms sweep clean. Nice. I don't know what that means, but it feels poignant. I feel like if I got that on a fortune cookie, I would feel cheated by the fortune cookie. Well, I kind of felt cheated when I got Caroline's picture. I'm like, what does that mean, Caroline? Are you saying my house is dirty? Like, because I've never had bugs. So maybe look at yourself. Um, There's uh, Bones the dog says, a snack a day keeps the vacuum away. I don't really know what that means. Like dogs are afraid of the vacuum. And like snacks. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess But I don't it. think so they're, they're like, related. Yeah, yeah, no, they're I don't not. either. Um, they're just do, doing a thing to keep a thing you don't like away. But right. what's, yeah, it's so there are some things that are plays on, on common phrases, but there are some that are just an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure or <laughs> fall down seven times, get up eight. I'm like, oh, so you're just going to give me those. Just yeah. recycling those. Time is money. Birds of a feather crow together. 
I think we get we we literally got a fortune cookie yesterday that was just time is money, but it said like wealth or time is wealth. And uh, yeah, I was like something like that. I was like, yeah, that doesn't count. I think the same <laughs> applies to Animal Crossing here. Mm-hmm. I do like um, that Animal Crossing does challenge uh, uh, forms of masculinity. Sure. Julian, who is a horse model, but I believe he's a unicorn, says, never trot when you can prance. I'm like, fuck yeah, Julian. <laughs> You're a man unicorn and you, you prance. Someone else says... Um, Someone doesn't know the difference between trotting and prancing... Uh, well, trotting is okay. What do you want me to get deep in the horse knowledge here? I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Trotting would be like the difference between walking and skipping for a person uh, is how I read that. Okay, well, <laughs> I mean, surprisingly, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant for horses. No, not for actual horses. No. but like how it applies. Trotting to... is faster than walking, but it's a it's a one two rhythm. What does it mean opposing. if you're hot to trot? Hot to trot <laughs> means you're you're down to fuck. DTF, gotcha. Ready to go. But yeah, so that's another fun, like, again, something that you didn't know existed, but I'm very fond of doing, is collecting all of my villagers' pictures. Like, even if I don't like a villager, I will keep them around long enough to get their picture. Like, I have Elise's picture. Mm. It's just in a drawer. Because I I don't want to look at her disgusting face. But, like, I have it, so. Elise says, do as I say, not as I do. Which really applies to her makeup. And on that note, do we have final thoughts? I love Animal Crossing. <laughs> I do. That's all I have to say. That actually is sort of in the vein of JJ. It, we, I would always ask for final thoughts, and then he would start it. And right, yeah. That's all I have to say about it. It's a good. It's a good, good time. Yeah. Well, I guess my final thoughts would be. It's definitely like a nostalgic series to me mm-hmm. and one that I have a lot of fond like memories with. But I either feel like I'm at a point in my life where I can't really enjoy it anymore or maybe it's that you can't play more than one extensively cuz there's fairly samey. I don't know what it is, but Yeah, I'm actually starting to get that impression as well. <laughs> yeah, but uh overall it's like it's a great franchise. Yeah. I think Animal Crossing is going to continue to be sort of Nintendo's, like, answer to, uh, well, nothing, really. It embodies everything that everyone always says about Nintendo, and I feel like it's fine for them to revel in that, at least for one franchise, uh, where everything is sort of, it like, non-gamified, lots of just sort of shit to do, everything is intentionally very... Uh, kid-friendly and cute. And I think that Animal Crossing just sort of succeeds in taking all of those boxes. Uh, As far as, like, these types of, uh, like, I guess relaxation-type games go, uh, it tends to be one of the favored ones, and I think that there's a reason for that. Like, I I don't think that I've played one that is offered uh, as much sort of variety as this does. Albeit, I've heard Stardew Valley really succeeds in that. Um, yeah, that's been on my list of things to play for a while, because I'm like, shit, if I like Animal Crossing, right? hello. <laughs> so, that'll be, but that'll be a discussion for another podcast. Um, but speaking of other podcasts, what are you guys doing for the next one? Hey, that's not how this works. I want to know. God damn it, now. <laughs> I want to know. Think of- Thank you for listening to Noclip this week. What are we talking about next time? 
Next time, we're going to be talking about Mirror's Edge. Uh, I think the first first-person platformer that we'll have been talking about. Until the next time. Uh... <laughs> Why are you like Borat all of a sudden? I was just... Until the next time. My wife. Uh, until next time, you can get a hold of us. Uh, all of our contact information is at noclippodcast.com or splattershot.pro. Uh, you can send us an email, uh, find Twitter, YouTube, uh, give us a rating and review on iTunes, recommend us on everything, uh, and that is it. I'm buying time right now as something loads in my phone, uh, which is why that was... So bad. Okay. Uh, because I said a while ago that if you were to give us a rating and a review on iTunes, I would read it on the podcast. So. <laughs> you didn't tell me about this. I know. I kept it. Surprise. See, I'm, I'm, it's going to be even more surprising for uh, JJ when he finally oh, when he listens this. to it. Because I'm not going to tell him now. I hope it's like a one star review. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't say that because now that I'm reading it, somebody's going to, uh, be like, oh, I, they'll read my one-star review? They won't. They will not read your one-star review. Right. Uh, so, Jack, Jack, mm, <laughs> Maybe. J- Apologies J- in advance. Yeah. Uh, J-A-C-N-D-A-Box. Jack-in-da-box. I'm reading it as that, but it's Jack-in-da-box. weird because it's like a Jack-in-da-box. Jack-na-da-box. Uh, writes, pure enjoyment, five stars. Have to say this podcast series is a blast to listen to, even though I probably have played only half of the games in this series. Just wanted to say, keep up the good work, and then he has, like, the Shakabra emoji. Mm, oh, hell yeah. Which, and nobody said that we were good, like, at marketing, which is why, like, yeah, you probably haven't played, like, two-thirds of the things that we've talked about. Uh, but oh well. Thanks for the review. Yeah, it was really uh, sweet. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was a good review. It was a good review. It's shocking. It was. It was a good review, but it was also a good review. Goddamn, goddamn. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and just I'm gonna keep because I think I said like, oh, you're the first mm-hmm. person. I'll read it out on the. I would just keep reading these as long as yeah. we keep getting them. So. Uh, I guess also this would be a good time to bring up because I feel like no one reads their description on our website. Is that this podcast is supposed to be like a book club for video games. Right, I don't yeah. think we ever communicate that. No. So if you like listening to us, we always announce the next game, and the idea is that you can play along if you want. Right, yeah. So I feel like no one does that. Probably not. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we would have to have more dedicated Right, fans. yeah, but just throwing it out there, because yeah. I feel like nobody gets that. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening, and thanks for that glowing review Jakinda Box. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, many thanks to Jakinda Box. Many thanks. Uh, See you later. Bye, guys. Sometimes I would just like walk past his room and he'll just be like clicking the cookie. I've had this going for 48 days. What the fuck? It's one of my least favorite things.